You're listening to Heroes in the Moment. What's up, Heroes? I'm Michael. And I'm Nathan. And today we're breaking down Ahsoka episode three, Time to Fly. Is it halfway done? Right? Six no, episodes? it's eight episodes. Eight episodes. Okay, yeah. almost halfway almost done. Almost Already. Not quite. not quite. And to me, personally, this episode felt very Clone Wars to me. Like, yeah, it felt very like a Clone, Clone Wars, Wars very Rebels with, it all, was very with all the much, fights and with stuff. With all the fights and the way that it was shot. Uh, it makes me like kind of like I love the fact that the show is in live action and getting yeah. to see these awesome characters that I've grown to love in live action. But it makes me wonder like what the show would have been like in animation as well. How sick it makes it me been. want that. I mean, because that's what we grew up with. So I'm still right. having a hard time adjusting to see it. It is hard live time to adjust. That, that's the hard I part. I love the Clone Wars. Is, that's one of my I, favorite I love it. I, I completely agree. And I personally really like Rebels too. Yes, Clone Wars is better, yeah. but I like Rebels a lot too. So just seeing this and the episode definitely felt like an episode of one of those, but in live action. You know, it's just like, I, I agree with yeah. what you're saying. Like, it feels a little bit disconnected because it doesn't feel like it's uh, what we're used to with yeah. this show, with this type of stuff. But not to say that the episode wasn't good because it was to me. Yeah. I personally thought it was really good. And I will say, I got a lot of hints from like, um, from, from uh, what's it, episode four, right? When when mm. Obi-Wan is training Luke. Yes, I got I fe- I that felt same that thing. Too, and that's how the show opened, right? With Ahsoka training Sabine and then the blindfolded helmet. And you can just see, like, Sabine is really, does not have the force. Is really I mean, if you look at the drill she's doing, they're like what the Padawans were doing in, like, mm-hmm. Revenge of the Sith, man. Right. Like, she's not that trained yet. Right. No, not at all. I mean, she's very good at combat and very good at Mandalorian-level combat. Yeah. But she's very blocked when it comes to Force and the use yeah. of that. And That's because Mandalorians, like, they're not taught patience. No, like, they're they, not. They act solely on instinct right away, and then Jedi are like, mm-hmm. yo, be calm. Which is why shit. I think it's fascinating. Like, you know, when I think about um, Din Djarin and the Mandalorian, I think, you know, he cut his leg the first time he was using Darksaber yeah. because he doesn't know how to, you know, use it. And the same goes for, you know, Mandalorians. They're just so weapon-based and so this is the way, right? Yeah. But when you're changing those ways and trying to incorporate Jedi yeah, methods. your whole life, that's a huge switch That's up. a huge adjustment. And you can understand and really see that what Sabine's struggle is. And mm. I really like Sabine in this show. I think so far yeah, I, she's really good. I, I do like her character. I think she's really good. But like we said, that was the first scene. Ahsoka just absolutely <laughs> uh, near. And also, I did feel... Like the beginning of this episode, it felt very. She was still that monotone, more like slowed back. But yeah. I feel like in the mid, like later in episodes, it felt more like Clone yeah, Wars. She started to open up a little. She bit. She started to open up, and I appreciate it. And that. I hope they keep that going. Like I do too. I hope episode. they maintain uh, you know? that same level of of distance there. So that was really cool. And then we get we go we cross over between them, and we get Hera. And her story, and Hera meets with Mon Mothma, who is now we realize is now the chancellor. Yeah, the chancellor of the new republic, which honestly fits perfect. I know. Really, she, she's fit. I mean, it's she hard fits. to be worse than like you know the previous guy. <laughs> That's true. Well, the emperor, <laughs> the emperor, <laughs> the big bad, of the Star big Wars. bad of Star Wars. Very true. Um, but we see, and it's also cool to see this room, which is where in Return of the Jedi they all met together and discussed their plans for the Battle of Endor. Yeah, I think that was really cool that was to, really see that, dope. to see that back. Uh, but Hera meets with these this council, and man, like I say, like these council members, I just want to fight them. I know they're they're so mm. dumb. Like, I just she's obviously bringing you a th- obvious threat, and I get what they're saying. Yeah, and she like, has firsthand experience with it. She too. has firsthand experience against Grand Admiral Thrawn, and he's like, one of the worst of the worst. Coming. And he's he's gonna come, and he's gonna bring back this empire. I mean, he's literally the heir to the empire. He's yeah. the next in line after Palpatine, after everybody's gone. Mm-hmm. So. He's a th- legitimate threat. And they're yeah. like, oh, no, we're in this time of peace and prosperity for this galaxy. Yes, we know they're still imperial loyalists, but we're taking care of that. Clearly, you're not because you saw what happened with that factory, right? Yeah. And they're just they're falling into that same step. And this kind of also fits with today, the government aspects of, like, mm. you know, 
not following and listening to the people and, and things yeah. like that. It's just they don't care about guys like us. They, they don't, they don't. And that's, that's, you know, the, the tragic, <laughs> the part. unfortunate the truth, unfortunate truth. And this is the same thing translated in star Wars. This is why the original Republic fell yeah. was because of this, you know, thing. And if you're going down those same paths, you're going to struggle again. Yeah. What's that saying? Like those who don't know history are doomed to repeat are doomed it. Doomed to repeat it. I mean, it's, it's true in a lot of senses and it actually, and we see it does happen because obviously what happens not 20, 25 years later, the first order comes to be yeah. right. So you see how it kind of repeats itself there as well. So mm. they're not listening. My Mothma is more listening and she's like, okay, yeah. we she's know being a real G right. And my Mothma was in star Wars rebels. So yeah. she has experience with grand Mothron as well. So she knows what's up. She knows that it's, you know, rightful threat. But then again, I do understand what those senators are saying that she, Hera does have an emotional connection to Ezra Bridger. Yeah. So what could be the correlation there? But what do, mm. what do you, what do you think? Do you think that, they'll eventually go along with it? Or do you think they're going to go off? On I mean, I, eventually I do think so just because, you know, they have my Mothma, Mon Mothma kind of like supporting them. And obviously she's the most powerful. So eventually it's going to keep on going. They're going to remain in doubt until they see Thrawn or evidence of him like right, right in front of their face. Exactly. I mean, and that's how it's always going to go. You have to have that conflict. Like they, the writers want you to feel like angry. They want mm-hmm. you to feel upset because that's how you should feel that, that keeps you in line. Right, so, right. Yeah, I do think they'll be a little ignorant until he finally does appear. Yeah. I think, you know, I think Hera will, you know, take into her own hands a little bit too as well. Yeah. Uh, like we'll I said, she that. does have that emotional connection. She so she is, she's, she's very much all this and she's going to go out there and do what she wants. Absolutely. Want. <laughs> all right. So then we go and we see, we see the first live action rendition of Jason Sandula, which is really cool to see yeah. Hera's son, Hera and Kanan's son. The green hair, I still can't get used to. The green hair. I know. Well, that's what he had. I mean, yeah. the, in the show. I just so want to punch him, man. <laughs> I do no, really like Jason. He looks so annoying in, in he was Rebels. He's so cute in Rebels. I don't know. I just he has a punchable face. I think in Rebels or in this yeah, show. Yeah, in both. In Mostly both. In he was Rebels, like a little so. baby in Rebels. I, don't know. I, I feel like throwing hands. I can't <laughs> lie with you. That's, that's wild. No, he was. He's really cute. But I, I love the, like how he's passionate. He's like. Aunt Spin's gonna be a Jedi. Is that like I want to train like, to be a Jedi? I want to be a Jedi. And, and obviously, he probably does have that Force connection because of his father. So yeah, that's cool to see. Makes me wonder well. if they'd ever throw him in a spinoff or something. I don't know. They're not gonna throw him. But I hope not. No, they're not going to. And I mean, he's okay character. We haven't seen him. This is literally like he's had one minute of screen time in Star Wars. He's been very. He's in the last episode of Rebels. That's it. Yeah. And then now here in just a minute. So he's just in because he's connected to Hera, which is cool to see him. He's grown up a lot. He definitely looks. You know, I know it's animation, he looks but like he looks he's a lot. 10, like Maybe 11 years he's old. He's probably 10 here, I would imagine so. So, But, you know, it's it's cool to see that. Uh, see him in live act, make his live action debut there. So then we see Ahsoka and Hera, and not Hera, so Ahsoka and Sabine and Hugh Ying. They're going through hyperspace, kind of come up with a plan, like when they get there, what's going to happen, um, and et cetera. And then they drop out of sp- hyperspace, following protocol, Jedi typical protocol, to kind of scout out the area, which yeah. is smart. Mm-hmm. And then they get attacked by, what's her name again? Shin? A Shin something. Shin and Merrick. Merrick, right? Merrick, yeah. Merrick, Shin and Merrick. Uh, and then Sabine goes off to, to the guns and Soka flying. What do you think this about is my, this? First of all, this was my favorite part of the episode. I mean, I mean, the episode started off with showing that, you know, she's struggling under Ahsoka's, you know, leadership. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do like the fact that, you know, Ahsoka essentially in this fight, she takes the back seat. She shows her like, hey, I trust you with my life. Here you go. And yeah. she guides you through that process. So seeing that kind of just the, the dynamic of the relationship right. and how you see it, it progresses, like, yeah, like she sucks so far being a bad one, but they have this past together and she was willing to tr- give her her life. Right. I, I liked agree. it. I thought I it was really it cool. I thought it was really cool too. But it felt, like you said, very Clone yeah, Wars. I like, it did feel very Clone Wars. And I liked the part, you know, where she, you mentioned like, 
that Sabine uh, or Ahsoka needs to follow the ways of Sabine as well. Because, yeah. you know, Ahsoka was talking to her and she's like, you need to follow the ways of force, do this and do that. And that wasn't clearly wasn't working. Sabine, she wasn't shooting by down. And then Ahsoka's like, okay, I need to take a step back. Yeah. Sabine, do what you got to do. And then she's like, okay. So they're kind of given to each other. Like yeah. they're learning together. Uh, the w- different ways that they're, they've learned together. Yeah. It's not just together. one way. I think that's no, cool. And I yeah. think that's cool as well, that they're learning that it can't be that way. And I think Ahsoka realizes that as well, because with her relationship with Anakin Anakin was never just one man path. He was never, you know, this is the no. way to do it. Yeah, he was he always was always up other ways. very unpredictable. <laughs> he was always breaking the rules. Absolutely. So she realizes that and she's like, okay, we get, we got to do the same thing here. There yeah. is no Jedi Order anymore. There's no repercussions. Just we got to do what we got to do here to Go learn. crazy Go is what crazy. she said. Absolutely. Uh, so we see the first time they see the giant space, like hyperspace link there that has the ability to travel to another galaxy. Mm. And then we get this awesome scene where Ahsoka goes out into space, and this scene in particular. Yeah, I was felt like, "What the very crap? Clone Wars?" Yeah, and that she flips and then cuts the shit. I was like, "Yeah, that was, I was sick, like, dude. This is wild." Uh, that I was, was not expecting that. I was not expecting it either. She looks good there, and then she also awesome. the flip was just sick. And that whole scene in particular, I loved. I thought yeah. that was super, super. Cool. Like, All right, she she's still on top of her I game. Like, she, baby. she still has that ability, even though she, she's in her forties. She 40s, still got it. She still got it. All right, then they go into the atmosphere, and we see a clearer rendition of live action Pergil, which we saw in Mandalorian, but they were in just hyperspace. Yeah. But, and that was of course foreshadowing to now. And we see the Pergil and obviously they recognize the Pergil as Ezra Bridger. So they're like, this is a sign, you know, he could still be out there. Yeah. And which we know he is. So that's very cute. And I want to pet him. I want a Pergil so bad. I want a Pergil. Imagine what we could do with one. (laughs) If I was Ezra, I mean, I would be all up in (laughs) Pergil. Right. You know, uh, he does too. I mean, you know, I want one to like as a as a horse, oh you know, just goodness. ride him through the galaxy. Yeah, man. just ride him. Ah, oh, love me some Pergil. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so they go off, and they're still being pursued by American oh. Shin, and then they land into this place, which is where the the we saw the Balin and them, you know, tracing back mm-hmm. to the new galaxy. So obviously, I feel like in episode four, we're gonna get a fight sequence between Ahsoka and Balin. Uh, I feel like Balin may die. The He's next definitely episode. gonna die, uh, and or then he may not. Shin and Merrick gonna be like, "Oh, we're the next big bads." It could be, or maybe Balin goes off and kills Shin because he's like, you "That'd know, be cool. That'd be crazy." The master oh, is no, still the master. I like Shin, you know. <laughs> I, I, I do too. <laughs> but we'll see. But as they land there, and then they're keeping their their engines down hmm. while they're while they're flying away, and then you have Balin just like staying in his place, just overlooking the place, which you know foreshadows that they're gonna have a confrontation there in the next episode or in the next to next episode. But yeah. Again, that was pretty much the episode uh, in and of itself. And very short. It was a very short episode. I agree. I was kind of surprised. Like, you know, we got a lot of content in the first two episodes and like cut it down a lot. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's interesting, too. I I feel like they need to not do that. Uh, I think (laughs) they should follow Netflix's path here and be more consistent with the runtime because Netflix is very good when it comes to their series and original shows that their runtimes are pretty consistent. Like 35, 35, 35. Well, typically, yeah, 35. So typically they're 40, you know, whatever. They're the same. Or, you know, when it comes to uh, other projects that are longer anyway. So I would prefer a little bit longer of screen times for these shows. You know, I know it's yeah. money costs and stuff, but if you're going to make a show, have it be consistent with its run times. And I would definitely I agree, prefer that. I mean, it just feels up and down. You yes, know? yes. But so far I'm really enjoying Ahsoka. And like we said, this episode definitely was very Clone Wars vibes, which 
obviously it was because it's created by Dave Filoni. So you naturally yeah. were going to get that and things of that nature, which I think is really cool there. Um, but I just, I really, I'm really appreciating where this show is going towards and how it's going, you know, building off. I think the visuals are very good. Visuals it doesn't feel like, you know, Mandalorian is a great show, but it doesn't feel like a set piece yeah, here. Like a set piece. Uh, like yeah. Mandalorian and that was does one of the often. biggest complaints. And Book of Boba Fett does as well. So it <laughs> yeah, feels it like does. it's mixing Mandalorian and Andor to kind of that perfect thing right Blend, now. Yeah. Kind of blending them together. I more. agree. I do like where it's going. I think in this next episode, episode four, I think we're going to see like, I don't know, either Ezra or Thrawn or something yes. big that kind of changes the traje- right, trajectory right. of the show. I so. think it's very popular. In my opinion, I think here's what's going to happen next episode, right? They land in this place. They're going to do some investigating. It's going to go between them and Hera. Okay. Hera's going to go and break some rules on her own yep. and investigate some stuff on her own about Thrawn. Um, she's going to find something, but it's not going to lead to anything yet. Yeah. Then we're going to go to Soka and Sabine. Sogan's been searching this place. She has a conversation with Balin. Okay. Balin and her talk, and he mentions that he knew Anakin. All this stuff goes down. Yeah. Sab- flashbacks. Right. And then yeah. Sabine is off on her own doing some reconnaissance. Maybe she runs into Shen. Okay. And have like a little bit of rematch. And Balin and Ahsoka will have a rematch. And then what will happen is uh, there they'll fight. And then either one of the t- two things will happen. Ahsoka will kill Balin. Okay. Balin will um, join Ahsoka, then die. Or Ooh, that'd be he'll just get killed anyway. Okay. Um, some sort of their thing happened there. Or he could just live, but I, I don't see that happening. All right. And that's what's going to happen in the next episode. And then it's going to lead to Morgan Elsbeth, like maybe finding Thrawn at the very end yeah. of, the, of the next episode or whatever. And then season five, we're going to get full force Thrawn and then maybe some Ezra. Okay. I think that's how we're going in this. Okay. So we'll, we'll I'd be see, happy if it turned I, out. I think like that. that would be really cool. But we'll see how it goes in there. But overall, I'm really liking where this series is going. All right, guys, if you've enjoyed this episode, let us know by giving us a review and a download. Our podcast, Here's in the Moment, is available on all major podcast platforms, so check it out. If you want to stay up to date with our social media, check out our Instagram, Heroes in the Moment. And we just want to thank you all for listening, and as always, we love you 3000.